What's going on? What's going on? It's your boy, Eddie D, and I'm coming to you live from Villa Eddie in Atlanta. And I am so excited to be bringing you the Southern Gent, y'all. This is an episode that I'm super excited for. It's something that I've been waiting on for a long time because we met like a, well, it's been a long time ago. Yeah, about a a month in my life. (laughs) Time, time is what now? Right. Time. What? What is time? I don't even know. I don't what is today? I don't even know. Okay. It's Thursday. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. It's one of these days. <laughs> so today I'm bringing you one of my favorite Instagrammers. I actually started following her after I met her at my friend Aaron's house, and we just clicked, and it was super cool, and she was so dope. So I was like, let me talk to her. And we just clicked, we've changed Instagrams, and I've been following her ever since. And she is just like super awesome. So I want her to introduce herself and let you guys know because she's my fashionista, she's my foodie, she's my lifestylist, and I get it all from her. So tell us who you are. Okay. So, Addie, I am Victoria Foreman. I am a 28 year old store manager at the company called Hollister. I am a blogger, blogger who talks about food, fashion, and lifestyle, and I find the connections between all of them. So I'm always excited about the content that I have to bring because it's something that I already enjoy, mm-hmm. and it's something that is always ever-changing and growing, so there's always something to talk about with food, fashion, and lifestyle. Um, so I'm just super excited to be here. Yes! Um, this is my first like recording podcast slash video. Ah, we're so, doing both. So I'm just excited, you know? So tell us, like, how long have you been blogging, vlogging, and just being a, not a jackstress of all Um, trades? So, right. (laughs) So my, Jackie of all trades. Jackie. Jackie of all trades. That's Um, my wine brain thinking. (laughs) I'm, I'm really trying to master a lot of the things that I'm doing right now. So. I got started last year, so around January Mm -hmm. was when I found my mentor, Pollyanna Reed. Um, She's amazing. And um, she really helped me to dig into myself, ask the questions about why I wanted to even do this. And from there, she was like, she's a writer for Forbes as well. So she's been writing. She's been, she had an interview with Lala Anthony. She's Mm. done um, The Lady with Miracle Jobs, Ruby Judy. Oh, yes. I love her. So I actually saw a video with with Judy and she had said, yo, like this lady just wrote a an article about me and Forbes. So I was like, oh, okay, who is this? So I clicked on it. She had a mentorship program. She called me after I applied, like 15 minutes later. Wow. And she was like, so I heard you want to do my program. So we talked a little bit. She's like, you sound like you'd be great. And then from there, um, she helped me like build my brand. And um, she gave me a deadline of May to like finish my blog uh-huh. and, and like really put it out there. But I like waited till August. Um, and then it kind of just went from there. Um, Then I moved to Atlanta. So it's just been like a really big transition where I kind of paused and then got back into it Uh um, and just started creating content and videos um, because I felt like people didn't really know my voice behind me writing things. Mm -hmm. So I started blogging so that people could hear me and understand my expressions and how I talk and how I think. And then I'm going to get back into more of like my writing along with it. So it kind of like makes more sense. That's dope. Like that is a really beautiful story. Like to think about 
how people sometimes struggle to find like mentors yeah. and she had to see something in you yeah. to really say like, I'm going to take you on as a mentor. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's awesome. And then adding a voice behind the words mm-hmm. is something that I'm really trying to do too. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing the YouTube video. So yes. make sure you guys follow me on YouTube. And then also like, even with my, um, I do social media mm-hmm. work. So yeah. I've been trying to do more like video mm-hmm. production mm-hmm. And so that's one way that I'm trying to get out there. So thank you for that inspiration. No, No, you got this. This is already a whole mood. Yes. (laughs) You are a mood. That's exactly (laughs) what it is. She is a mood, y'all. You have me up, bro. You have me up. You have to see this in like live action. So you're going to have to look at the YouTube video to see this because she's giving... She's giving it to us. You gotta feel it. Like yes. you like you can't really feel somebody. You can't really feel them until you see them and you're around them. Yes. And, and people that are on the internet have never met me before. Uh-huh. They've never met you before, but uh-huh. they like what you do. So it's like you have to do your best to try to like give them the energy that you have. Right. So I feel like videos or are more impactful if you can do them because people like to watch things. You can do a 60 second like clip on five fast ways to like make a podcast, Mm -hmm. you know, or just like inspire, inspiring them to, to do better and make it fast and easy. So they can like always click on your stuff to know, like they don't have to sit and watch a 30 minute clip about how to do one thing because you're talking about your life for 50 minutes and then it's like oh by the way so this is how you actually do it i'm like bro don't make me tap the double arrows i do not like doing that like get to the point like give me give me give me like Brittany, give me more more. (laughs) i think that's dope and what i also love is i watched the video of you on instagram and with you being so knowledgeable about so many things and you're able to, and you're willing to share that information with yes. other people yes. is really is powerful and you're empowering the people so i really appreciated a lot of the topics that you guys brought up because it was about branding mm-hmm. and really putting yourself out there and i saw a lot of people with questions and mm-hmm. i saw a lot of people that were just like really tuning in yeah. So maybe tell us like about that conversation. Okay. So I, I believe I had this idea with the market. So he actually, we did a live previously, which is just like an introduction. So the second one, I was like, we're going to promote this. I'm going to make a Canva. So I made like an actual flyer on Canva, mm-hmm. merged our pictures together, put some words on it, sent it to him. And we had some a lot of conversations about what we like, change this, do that, editing. Um, so that was really important. Like if you're going to do an IG Live with somebody else, make sure that you communicate what you want the product yeah. to look like and not just, hey, okay, let's just jump on. Like, I mean, right. you can be spontaneous like that, but if you really want some results and you're not really out there doing IG Lives consistently to have a fan base that's requesting it, mm-hmm. it's, it's important to, to brand yourself and put yourself out there. Anywho. That's a good point. <laughs> you have to have like a, a somewhat of a strategy. Yes. And that's what we teach. Yes. We teach people in organizations to have a strategy, but exactly. in individualized yes. you have to have a strategy yes. and it makes it makes all the difference um so collaborations um we we are both about fashion so that's mm-hmm. where we connect at um but with my lifestyle perspective i was like how has the pandemic like influenced or changed the art and thinking of fashion because mm-hmm. it's not just fashion itself again it's the whole scheme of 
how are we dressing? The employees, there's malls closing, there's stores closing, like everyone's being impacted. And then moving forward, how are we going to like better the fashion industry? Because mm-hmm. again, there's there's people that rely on fashion to to do Zoom inter- Zoom calls. Oh yeah. Um, you might not. Okay, I'm just gonna dress up from the from the waist up up. You know, what I'm yeah. like no, I'm actually going to take the time and dress decently for a call. But for, personally, I'm not going to. But he <laughs> he he wanted to do that. I said, do your thing. Yeah. You gonna get me when I wake up. Um. So. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. It's it's a lot of ways that that we wanted to talk. A lot of things we wanted to talk about within how fashion is changing and. And it should be changing. It should be more um, inclusive so mm. that it includes everybody. And now it has to in order to progress because people can't always afford just to go and buy basic things or right. extravagant things. Now you have to figure out ways to make it affordable right. for people that might have been furloughed, which I was furloughed, which I talked mm. about on the things like I was furloughed. So now I have time to really sit and think and mm-hmm. concentrate on my craft and practice my craft. So, so Yeah. We, we talked about how it impacted us. And it's been something that, you know, I still see every day. Uh-huh. Um, but then, like, are people still shopping? Like, people are going to shop. Yeah. That's not going to change. That almost had me but, out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, in these streets. But, but look, you have better sales, you, but you also have people closing. So I was telling my friend, I was like, this is going to push people to pivot Mm. you have to pivot if you don't pivot you're gonna fall off there's Mm. 3200 plus stores that are closing right now in Mm -hmm. the year 2020 so you think they're not pivoting so they're not moving forward if you don't change and figure out that level you're not going to be able to unlock the door to get to 2021 oh that might drop okay She just gave y'all this, that's flat. She gave y'all all of that, <laughs> honey. Look, I'm finna have to pay. I need to, where the tithe bucket at? Um, we gonna put, I'm gonna drink this first. And yeah. Then we can pass this around. <laughs> I know it's a red cup, but I'm just, just think of it, think of it not as a red cup. Think of it's it as communion a communion at first. Right. It's communion it's at first. It's communion. I wish I had some cracker sauce. Yeah. I got some Lay's. Mm. Yeah. We'll pass mm-hmm. that one mm-hmm. up. <laughs> so I love those IG lives. I love those tips you just gave the listeners. Not even just tips, honey. That's like life changing. Mm-hmm. That you just ministered to the mm-hmm. people. Mm. I'm still kind of church, even though I don't go to church. <laughs> but that kind of leads into something that I wanted to talk about with. Um, even in insecure, something you said about like making those lifestyle changes mm-hmm. and not being able to afford things. Like there was a scene that I'll never forget when like Issa couldn't afford. Oh, it was this season. Yeah. Issa couldn't afford the um, baby stuff mm-hmm. for this lady who was begging, not begging, mm-hmm. asking people to buy the stuff for her. And so Issa said, I'll do it. But the car declined. And so I was like, oh, well, damn. <laughs> and so the lady was like, mm. and so Issa was like, I'll try again. <laughs> and then the cashier was like, it's not going to work. <laughs> and so <laughs> the lady who was asking for the stuff, she was like, this just put a lot in perspective. I just thank you. And so she walked yeah. off. So with people not being able to afford things, what yeah. you said was having a lot of stuff, um, uh, what was exactly you said? Well, let me give it back verbatim. Mm-hmm. Having things and being able to afford things mm-hmm. are kind of like two different 
aspects of a spectrum. Mm-hmm. Because when I when we do a lot of work in the HIV field, mm-hmm. we have people who already have their items mm-hmm. and we have people who don't. Mm-hmm. So they may donate those mm-hmm. things. And so we may give like credits to a program. Mm-hmm. We may give um, gift cards mm-hmm. to certain things because even though you may have the dress attire, mm-hmm. you may not have gas mm-hmm. to get to the yeah. interview, yeah. but now you have to do zoom interviews. Mm-hmm. And so with people not being able to have a camera, right, you don't no. think about that. Yeah. And you may not have a phone and it's really, it's hard because we think about these things in retrospect of how are people going to actually be sustain their livelihood. And it's really difficult with stores closing. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the reason why I try to bring laughter back Mm -hmm. into a lot of things. So Mm -hmm. you'll see me post TikToks. I'll post just something randomly crazy (laughs) just because I needed that laugh. And I knew somebody else needed it too. Yes. And so that's what I enjoy about having your three different um, values, having their lifestyle in there Mm -hmm. because lifestyle is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and I say that too, because I was originally just going to do food and fashion, but then I started getting off track and, and with blogging and blogging, you feel like when you, when you're going underneath somebody and they're telling you, this is how you need to do your blog. Mm -hmm. I'm not that person that just goes like step one, step two, step three. Like I'm, I start implementing other things into it. Once I understand it, I'm like, okay, cool. But all of this can be tied together. So it's this lifestyle is talking about relationships. And I have like a series called relationship goals on my IGTV where I talk about like my mom and my dad being married and how is that working for you? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, y'all still together, but how's that working for you? Because right. People can be married and not be happy. Right. People can be married and be extremely happy. So there's there's two different sides to it. So I think being able to understand like everything is connected, you just have to be able to find the connections. And, mm-hmm. that, and I think that comes with the people. Mm-hmm. So that laughter, like why do people laugh? What makes this funny? It's like because I can relate to that. Right. Like Kevin Hart had a whole series about laughing my planet. It's because you can, you understand, like you know somebody or you know somebody that knows somebody or you you know, you might've been through it yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's awesome. Like that you can relate to your fan base, to people and understand like everybody needs something. It's mm-hmm. just about sharing and sharing is caring. Sharing is definitely so You got to share your experiences so that people don't repeat the same thing. Okay. <laughs> History. Hello. Sharing is caring. And that kind of gets into another insecure topic. Yeah. Hating. Haters. Ooh. So, one of the topics of everything that's going on is, is Molly Hayden on Issa? And it kind of made me think, like, is Molly a hater? Oh, is she? Is she a hater? She but, a like, hater? you don't watch it, right? I don't watch it, but I, I actually listen to the Steve Harvey show. Ah. And they have this thing called the Strawberry Letter. Really? Yes. 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 And and we we have this thing that you know we're gonna put our twist on it called the ra- the raspberry letter the raspberry letter okay raspberry letter mm. so so a little a little spicy okay a little spice. um and and on the episode 2017 it says is my friend a hater so we're gonna read this for the first time yes and we're gonna respond it's gonna be live reaction live because we I was gonna read it first but <laughs> it was like nah we are gonna get that shock effect we want y'all to feel this as we read feel it, okay. it baby feel it feel it. All right, so, of course, this is addressed to Stephen Shirley, okay? 
My dear friend has been married for over 20 years. I have been married and I'm divorced. She was a great supporter throughout my whole mess. When I started dating again, she made sure she knew who I was going out with and where I was going. So I was safe on my dates. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, she was a really good friend. Now that I've been in, a, in an exclusive, sorry, I'm somewhere stuttering, in an exclusive relationship for the past five years, she has started telling me that I can do better. Hmm. Her main issues are that he has not mentioned marrying me. We don't live together. We don't go out on dates and we are very private. Why y'all so private? Okay. No. But we don't. Mm, <clears throat> hmm. Oh, and there's a 20 year age difference. Oh. I'm 40 and he's 60. Oh. He's about to pass out. Ooh. Um, so, I'm sorry, y'all. Let me finish the letter. <laughs> there's more. There's more. There's more. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm fine with not needing to be married and he fulfills my needs 100%. She put that 100%. And now, oh, honey, this nest. Um, <laughs> when I tell her I'm good and happy, she hits me with negative comments like he needs to claim me, mm. he needs to get me a better car, he needs to buy me a house. And the fact that his children don't like me, her negativity is getting on my nerves. But in the back of my mind, I wonder if she's right. I know our relationship is good, but we have ob- absolutely no drama. What could possibly be better than this? Is my friend trying to encourage me or is she hating? Ooh. Mm. Sis, you that got yourself in a pickle. I know. <laughs> in a big old pickle. I'm talking. Uh, so there's a 20-year age difference. 40 to 60. Ooh. And he fulfills her needs. He fulfills her needs. 100% girl. But he ain't buying that car. Yeah, the mm. car. So it, it to me, mm. I'm trying to think. Wh- which friend could I see myself being? Are you are? I think I would be the friend that's like with the 20 year age difference. Oh, you would be her. But really? I think my boo would be 20 and I would be 40. Oh, <laughs> I think by the time I turn 40, I'll be a cougar. <laughs> no, no. In the in the oh pan in the gay world okay. by 40, okay. you're like Madonna age. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I guess I can see that. I, I just I've never seen myself as a cougar. Oh. So I can't really I just don't want to pull that that youngin. Yeah. Like you, you a baby. Like I be talking to 18 year olds that come in my store like me shout out like, man, you a baby. Yeah. You so young. Because I just feel like men mature in a different way. Yeah. And as a whole, a lot of millennials have different attitudes about dating and Oh yes. And honey. and that's a whole nother subject for Woo! another day. But I'm gonna it, write that down. But, <laughs> but when it comes to to dating and and your friends encouraging or discouraging your relationship, I think mm-hmm. it's important to be as a friend, make sure that you're having the conversation around, you know, we we know what we need in each other. Like, mm-hmm. we, I know what makes you good. I know what makes you a better person. Mm-hmm. And is, is he bringing that out in you? Mm-hmm. If I don't see he's bringing out in you, I might say, uh, girl, he ain't get you the car. He don't claim mm-hmm. you to give you hints to think about. Well, he don't have he he ain't do like that's not really a priority. I don't think right. having a man buy you a car is really a whole thing. Like I don't rely on a man to give me nothing, right? To give me anything, right? But 
as a friend, I might say that to make you think about what is he actually doing for you Yeah, in a greater scheme of things. So I can understand where she's coming from. I don't think it's hating. I think it is an encouragement level of, girl, you can do better. Right. Because you can meet the best man. Like, is this the best you can do? Not right. saying that he's not good, but is this the best you think that is you can do? Best? Is he bringing out the best in, in what you have to offer the world? Is, right. he, is he challenging your thoughts? Because if he ain't challenging the way you think, he's just like, okay, whatever you want to do, bet. Mm. Whatever you want to do, bet. A like, passive ass nigga. Yeah, passive, passive. Mm, we don't like that. Cute. We don't do that. You aren't cute. <laughs> we don't do that. Oh. So I like you said, I don't think it's hating because just like in this sense of I could actually say mm-hmm. if I dated an older man, mm-hmm. I want that man to help me like learn how to do this, mm-hmm. learn how to do yes. that. And that could be advancing myself. Right. And there are a lot of things that I can help advance him on, right? Mm-hmm. But in that sense, if I'm telling my friends I'm dating an older man, they're going to think that's my value. Mm-hmm. That's my principle. Mm-hmm. That's what I need. And so if I if they don't see me in a Benz mm-hmm. and I'm dating a 60-year-old man and I'm 40, they're going to be like, um, bitch, what? <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> and now, you know, they know these things mm-hmm. don't matter as much to me for real. Like, mm-hmm. that's not me. Mm-hmm. But I could get where the, where the lady could be mm-hmm. coming, the friend could mm-hmm. be coming from. Mm-hmm. But also in the sense of you need to really be doing these things for yourself. And if he's fulfilling you, she may not just be hating. Mm -hmm. She may just be saying, honey, you need you need this. You need that. They know the man. Right. And and what is the context of these conversations? Is this a text message? Exactly. Because a text message is a whole other thing besides a phone call. Honey, call me. If you want to talk about stuff like that, call me. Call me. Beat me. If you want to reach me. <laughs> but I think that was a really interesting letter. Yes. Because have you ever had like an instance where your friends yes. kind of like jump too far into yes. your relationships? Yes. I can't get it out fast enough. I already know. I already know because I felt it. I felt the question. Yes. And have I broken up with these dudes becoming it? Yes, I have. Uh-huh. I have broken up with some very good people that I thought I'm mean, uh-huh. saying it was obviously we don't get that far right regardless. right but I will say I feel like sometimes I allowed my friendships to dictate my relationships because mm. they might have been single and I was talking to somebody but I was always talking to somebody in college I was mm-hmm. always dating somebody and like I dropped somebody so my pick hello like, hello miss but, one next 15 like, another one coming was good but I think it is good to take a break but my friends are like, we have your best interest at heart. We're like, we love you and blah, blah. And I, and I know when they love me. I, and I know that they love me truly and heartily. But it was one of those things like, I have to stop listening to you guys as the end all be all of my relationships. I do have to be able to make my own decisions and not just like, well, my friends don't really like you. Because I'm like, what are you really doing for me? Right. You actually are doing what I need you to do. Right. You're, you're you're going half on these groceries. You're paying for these bills. Not right. my not my bill bills, but like my food bills, my tab. Mm-hmm. Um, like you might pick up the, the gas or whatever. So you're doing what you need to do. You're encouraging me. You're challenging me to grow. So that's what I look for in a relationship. So I think if your friends can't see what it is that you're aiming for to encourage you to date more men like that, mm-hmm. that might be the problem. Hmm. Like your friends are just looking at you like, oh, she trying to be, yo, she trying to be with somebody, and he fine, he got it going on, but we don't, we don't like that. We single, right? We a single pack, 
So it's like, I feel like there's also another conversation around like dating and having single friends. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other thing. Cause it's like, how can you, like you want, like I have a lot of single friends and mm-hmm. a lot of us is like, well, if we start dating somebody, you know, that's going to take up our time. Right. You know, it kind of changes. Yeah, Does that, did that dynamic, dynamic really change mm-hmm. when like you were in a relationship and your friends were single? Well, I started spending more time with him, uh-huh. so I will say, yeah. But again, I was also like not even near. Well, this is an audience. I ain't gonna say the city because yeah, y'all no. don't know who it was. Don't but <laughs> I was, y'all probably y'all don't know who he is because he on Instagram. But um, <laughs> but no, I will say it. It was only an issue when I also came up with a timeline of when I needed to be in this relationship because I'm uh-huh. like. We we act like we're in a date, like we're dating, we're for real, for like you're mine, I'm you know, but we don't claim that. We don't uh-huh. claim any titles. So it's like it's our titles important to me? Mm. Eh, not really. Mm. But I do want to know that I have your heart. I want to mm. know that I have your commitment. You don't necessarily have to put it on paper, but I need to know that this is a monogamous relationship. So I'm cutting off people for you mm-hmm. and you're not cutting off nobody for me. Like you still sliding over here like this. Mm. I don't I mean, not that he was, but in the context of it, I don't know what you're doing. Right. And at the end of the day, we stop talking. Like, we stop talking, start talking, start started talking again, but stop talking the last time because I found out that he had a child and he never told me. Oh. So that was the issue. Right. So it wasn't that I had an issue with him. It was like, I'm, I love you. Right. I may not ever say it like that. Like, we never exchanged, like, I love you. I love you because I just... Felt like something was off for me to mm-hmm. say it. I gotta feel it. Right. Um, but then I found that out and I was just like, Yeah, this is it's mm, not gonna work. No, I, I love you enough to leave you and, yeah. and to make sure that you are good and check up on you. I still do that, but I just can't we can't date. That's and nice. It's, and it's sad. And that is yeah. sad. Is I've had Ooh, child, I've had some oh phone calls. Oh, how did they do that? <laughs> It'll pick back up. We'll scribble that out on YouTube. So what it, what happened to me was um, my I had a friend, mm-hmm. and he kind of it was almost like we were in a relationship, mm-hmm. and it is a relationship as a friendship. Mm-hmm. But I was dating him, even though he was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Because I had to give my all to him to cater to what he needed. Mm-hmm. And it was all, and he was a Gemini. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you're my friend. And you my nigga. I don't get it. Like, I, are you mad at me because I'm going on dates? Mm-hmm. And because I can't mm-hmm. come to the movies with you or, and stuff like that. So yeah, it was just the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so we're not friends, mm-hmm. you know, like... As we were, mm-hmm. but hey, yeah. you know, we're still in that thing. So, still single at the moment. So, <laughs> right. hello, hello, not even me. single, I'm independently owned and operated. Testing, testing, one, two, <laughs> for, the, for the people that want to ring, we got you. Yeah, well, tell the people this is not to be right. like, this is not a dating service, no, it's not, but this is a plug, but I can put you on for the business. <laughs> I can help you out. We didn't talk about like where they can find you. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so my blog is victoriadinesonfashion.wordpress.com. My Instagram is vitaminv underscore 28. Um, you can also find my blog link inside of my Instagram. So there's a couple things there. 
Facebook is a whole other name. I'm going to make it more consistent, y'all, I promise. But <laughs> my my Facebook is Victoria Antoinette Foreman. So, yeah, I don't really be on there like that. So, if you shout me out, I won't see it till like, three days later. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Facebook is just like, it's an old people. I'm not going to say it's an old people app, but it's like, like my mom and dad be on it, and I'm not for that reason. Like, <laughs> right. I, I post a couple hamsters a lot. Yeah, that's that's really <laughs> before TikTok. That's really all I posted yes. because I was on Twitter. Yes, like Twitter? yes, mm. and so it's it's really but you know it's so much it's a lot it's Black Twitter it's Freak Twitter, Twitter. it's Advocacy Twitter it's a whole bunch of Twitter. Yeah, is this the hashtag? No, uh, you can find hashtags. <laughs> yeah, you can find the hashtag. I don't think I need to. That's you don't. Hashtags. No, 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 no. no. Oh, no. And you won't find mine either. <laughs> oh, you on secret, secret. Oh, you on secret, secret. It's on clunk, clunk. But you can find me. Yes. At Yes Southern Gent. Yes. And that's the one you can follow. Yes. And you can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and also on YouTube. So, hey, YouTube. YouTube. What's up? Don't forget, I am dropping episodes almost every Friday. I'm on CP time. So make sure you uh, listen on Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, plenty of other apps. But it's all in my links. It's all in my bios. And find us. And I'm so excited that you joined me. Of course. We would definitely have to do this again. Yes. More raspberry letters. More raspberry letters. And raspberry tea. Okay. Yes. Come on. Because she's been dropping the tea, y'all. If y'all miss them drops, Go back and listen. Okay. I hope y'all rewind, rewind because there was some drops up in there. Rewind. I'm going to go and add some booms. Yes. Don't forget, follow us. You can follow Queen V again at vitamin V underscore 28. And that's a V with Victoria. Okay. Okay. And we're out. Peace.